Walmart screwed up. So Walmart said an Alabama woman shoplifted. So the jury awards her apparently $2.1 million according to this article. So let's get right into this story. So an Alabama woman who says she was falsely arrested for shoplifting at a Walmart and then threatened by the company after her case was dismissed has been awarded $2.1 million in damages. So a Mobile County jury on Monday ruled in favor of Leslie Nurse of SEMS News Outlets reported. Nurse said in the lawsuit that she was stopped in November 2016 when trying to leave a Walmart with groceries she had already, well she said she already paid for according to AL.com. She says she used self-checkout, but the scanning device froze. Workers didn't accept her explanation, and she was arrested for shoplifting. Her case was dismissed a year later, but then she received letters from a Florida law firm threatening a civil suit if she didn't pay $200 as a settlement. According to her lawsuit, that was more than the cost of the groceries she was accused of stealing. Nurse said Walmart instructed the law firm to send the letters and that she wasn't the only one receiving them. The defendants have engaged in a pattern and practice of falsely accusing innocent Alabama citizens of shoplifting and thereafter attempting to collect money from the innocently accused. The suit contended. A report states the trial featured testimony that Walmart and other major retailers routinely use such settlements in states where laws allow it, and that Walmart made hundreds of millions of dollars this way in a two-year period. So defense attorneys for Walmart said the practice is legal in Alabama, a spokesperson told AL.com, that the company will be filing motions in this case because it doesn't believe the verdict is supported by the evidence and the damages awarded exceed what is allowed by law. So feel free to give your thoughts, but this kind of goes to show you, like, the crappy side of major businesses like Walmart. Like, they're, like I mean, think about it. Like, this isn't a small amount of money. Like, it's a small amount of money on, like, an individual basis, but when you're a large business and you're transacting probably billions of times every single year and you have billions of customers, potentially, right? You could, like they made, easily make nine figures, multiple nine figures a year by simply doing something like this because more people will end up just paying it because they're scared. Because anytime someone is hit with a lawsuit, they are scared and they will typically pay it no matter what. So that's something to kind of like think about. Now for this nurse, if she does end up getting the money, again, if, if she actually ends up getting the $2.1 million, right? Yeah, $2.1 million. So if she actually truly gets the $2.1 million in full, what she needs to do as a nurse as well, right? One, don't just quit your job as a nurse, right? At least not right away. Like, stay working for, like, at least a year, 
to see if you want to keep doing it or not. Number two, you need to pay off every single cent of debt. Every single cent of debt that you have, right? I'm talking your student loans, your credit card, your car loan, maybe a student, you know, plus loan, right? That she might have signed for her kids if she has kids, plus even her mortgage, right? Like you want to basically secure yourself a hundred percent because this type of windfall doesn't exactly happen that often, right? Like the chances of her potentially getting a massive windfall like this again would be basically almost impossible. So what she needs to do is make sure worse comes to worse. If she no longer has a job, if she no longer can physically work, right? Her house is paid off, she has no debt, and she can pretty much live off the money for as long as possible, potentially until like retirement. Like that's like basically preparing for the worst case scenario. Now you never expect the worst case scenario, but you always prepare for something like that so that when something happens that everyone would seem like a, like an emergency, it's more like basically a mosquito bite on your foot, on your big toe, right? This is why it's important to be debt-free. This is why it's important to have an emergency fund so that you don't really ever got to worry about anything that ends up happening in your life, financially speaking, right? That being said, that is the way if I was in her position, that I would go about in doing it. And I think other people, if they were in her position, should also do something like that as well. Because again, $2.1 million sounds like a lot of money. And for the majority of people, it is a lot of money. But technically, anyone could end up making that by simply putting like three to $500 a month every single month for a few decades into like an index fund that, you know, invest into the S&P 500 and you'll basically become like a multimillionaire just from off of compound interest, right? But if you have a whole bunch of debt, meaning you have a whole bunch of payments to companies that basically are counteracting your potential compound interest growth, well, you're basically screwing yourself, right? So you potentially could maybe never hit this amount of money, right? This is why it's important to be debt-free so that you could use the money that you were originally putting towards like payments for like a car to like Nissan or Chevy or whatever, right? Or to a credit card company or to a school that you haven't been there for like the past 10, 20 years. You want to put those payments that you were making towards them towards your future, so that you could live a free life, a financially free life, where you could go out if you want to go out and not really worry about the amount that you're spending, so that you could go travel to whatever country without really worrying too much how much it's going to cost, to where if you wanted to quit your job and retire, you could, because you are financially capable of doing that. If you want to buy a car for someone in cash, you could go and do that because you're financially set up in a way to where it will have literally no negative impact on your life. That's 
the reason why you want to aim to getting out of debt, creating an emergency fund, putting money towards investments so that you can live a life that other people are not willing to live so that you could have the amount of money and freedom that no one else will ever have. So that's something to really think about. And a lot of people don't really understand the importance of being debt-free so that you have the freedom of multiple options. So if you want to learn how to get debt-free, go to 40 Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.